Hi, I'm Dave. This is my journal. Today's entry, your toolbox. A few weeks ago, I was assembling a new desk here in our studio. Mostly, the project was going smoothly, but one pesky bolt wasn't fitting onto a brace on the desk. The wrench I was using clearly wasn't working well for the job, but I figured I could just force it a bit instead of having to go all the way back to the garage to get the wrench that I really needed. I pressed on with the wrongly sized wrench, only to have it slip out of my fingers and slice into my thumb. This resulted in me having to stop the work, address the bleeding, get a bandage, and then eventually make it back down to the garage to get the wrench that I should have been using in the first place. This, of course, all took way longer than if I had just started with the right tool. The entire rest of the assembly also slowed down, since I had to be mindful that I didn't lose the bandage and risk dropping blood on the furniture. You've done something like this too, right? Sometimes it's just easier to keep using the tool you already grabbed, even if you know it's not right, than to stop and get the tool you need. I fear this happens sometimes with leaders when it comes to the skill of coaching. All of us have heard about the importance of having good coaching skills. It's an essential tool in the toolbox of every leader. One of the most important ones, in fact. It's useful, powerful, even inspiring when used well. But it's only one tool. And just like an actual toolbox, one tool isn't enough for every situation. Feedback for leaders is also important. So is training. In some situations, being directive is right. Facilitation is essential when trying to surface new ideas. And of course, so is accountability when expectations aren't met. If you go onto our website and look in the episode library, there are more than 60 categories now of skills databased from podcast episodes I've aired over the years. One of those categories is called coaching skills, but there are a lot of others. In fact, of the over 500 episodes I've aired on coaching for leaders, only about two dozen directly address what I would call coaching skills. Now, don't get me wrong. Nobody is happier to see more leaders appreciating and using coaching skills in recent years. Yet, I fear that I and others have unintentionally sent the message that coaching skills are critical, while other skills are perhaps secondary. After all, I'm the one who named a podcast Coaching for Leaders, right? But the podcast could just as easily be called Training for Leaders, or Management for Leaders, or Conversations for Leaders, or probably a dozen other words that would reflect the full repertoire of skills that most leaders need. This is one of the reasons I've always appreciated the situational leadership model created by Paul Hersey and Ken Blanchard. They challenge leaders to first assess the situation and then respond with the appropriate behavior. Just like you would do if you were tackling a house project. Determine what's needed first, grab the correct tool second. If your coaching skills aren't getting people to where they need to go, it could be that improving them would help, as in the skills, not the people. But it also could be that you're using the wrong tool for the situation. I hope that you'll use coaching a lot as a leader. It's a wonderful place to begin from, and it'll serve you and others well throughout your career. And I give you permission to not be so coach-like if the situation dictates something else. Discover more at coachingforleaders.com, and good day to you from Orange County, California.